Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 7, Prophets Warn. Egypt holds power over its vassal Judah and appoints a puppet king, Jehoiakim. The prophet Jeremiah delivers God's message to the people in the temple. If they change their ways and return to God's ways, God will change his plans to destroy the nation. Episode 4. A prophet warns about the rising Babylonian superpower. The prophet Uriah, meaning the Lord is my light, confirms Jeremiah's message. But when King Jehoiakim hears, he tries to have him killed. But Uriah escapes to Egypt. He is followed, brought back and killed. Jeremiah's life is spared because of the support of Ahikim, part of the royal court since Josiah's reign. Now Jeremiah spends 18 months dictating a message to his scribe Baruch, meaning blessed. Meanwhile, in a battle at Carchemish, Assyria is defeated and Babylon's general Nebuchadnezzar pursues their ally Egypt. Pharaoh Necho retreats, taking captive the dethroned king Jehoahaz of Judah. Now Nebuchadnezzar learns that his father, Nabopolassar, has died. He halts his attack on the Egyptian army and returns to Babylon to claim the throne. Four years into Jehoiakim's reign, King Nebuchadnezzar takes power in Babylon and Jeremiah has a new message. For 23 years he has brought Judah warnings, but the people have not listened. Now he said God is sending Babylon to invade and ruin the land. Nations will serve Babylon for 70 years and then God will punish and destroy Babylon. Jeremiah takes a cup of wine, representing God's anger, and says that all the nations must drink from it. God says disaster will come on one nation after another. Jeremiah takes God's message far and wide. Among all the people, he praises the Rechabite tribe for their faithfulness to God. In the fifth year of Jehoiakim's reign, he calls for a national fast to gain God's favor. Now the scribe Baruch reads the message which Jeremiah had spent 18 months dictating to him. The king's officials hear about it and Baruch and the scroll are summoned. As it is read to King Jehoiakim, he slices it piece by piece and burns it. The king and Judah's false prophets want Jeremiah and Baruch killed, so the two men go into hiding. God tells Jeremiah to have another scroll written and delivered to the king, along with an additional message. Now God gives his direct message of doom to King Jehoiakim and his descendants. Now there is drought in Judah, and the people plead with God, but God says he will let their enemies kill them. God tells Jeremiah not to marry or have children, because children born in the land will die. God also tells him neither to mourn or feast. God tells Jeremiah to speak to the people about the Sabbath rest day. He also shows Jeremiah the state of Judah while he watches a potter working with clay at a wheel. The potter discards imperfect pottery and God says that he is the potter and he too can discard. Then God tells Jeremiah to buy a jar and take some of the elders and priests to the valley of Hinnon. Now at Topeth, the place of pagan sacrificial slaughter of babies, Jeremiah declares God's judgments. He breaks the jar to show how the people will be broken. Then Jeremiah returns to the temple in Jerusalem and delivers God's message of punishment. Now the chief governor of the temple, Pashur, meaning freedom or released, has him flogged and chained near the temple. 
The next day, Jeremiah tells Peshur that God has named him Magor Misabib, meaning fear on every side. He says that Peshur and his family will be captured and taken to Babylon. You can read the stories in the books of One and Two Kings and One and Two Chronicles and in the books of the prophets Zephaniah and Jeremiah. The Bible library of 66 books brings together one interconnected story. You can view the big picture, the meta-narrative, the overall, or you can view the unique scene, the micro-story. It's a bit like using Google Earth. You can zoom in or you can zoom out. Once you start to see the story scenes in the Bible and characters in context of the greater whole, the overall picture has more depth and meaning. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. The Bible story focuses on one family line. Each of the characters is flawed. They're not God. They're human, like us. The books put the Hebrews' centre stage to demonstrate the faithfulness and holiness of their God. The scripture's purpose is that through the Hebrews, God's blessing will be brought to the entire world. God works with, through and alongside people in the unfolding journey. And if you look in the genealogies in the Bible, in the New Testament books of both Matthew and Luke, the genealogies of Jesus are listed. Jesus is in the royal line of David, both by his mother Mary and by his father Joseph. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word, and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.